So I wanted to just do another follow-on podcast that just talks about hostels in general. I mean, I'm a 45-year-old dude. I've talked about this before, but, like, I'm a 45-year-old dude staying mostly at hostels. Um, And I'm sure a lot of friends out there or people who may have never done kind of like a European backpacking tour or something like that. Um, are kind of wondering, like, what is it like staying in a hostel? Are you allowed to stay there and all that stuff? So I'm just going to, like, go through some mental questions that I've had and I can try to answer. So what is a hostel? Um, Hostels are basically um, places to stay that tend to to have dormitory-style living, usually some common areas, um and they are inexpensive so they're great for especially young travelers um they are people for traveling on you know especially great for people traveling on a budget or doing long trips um can you stay at a hostel if you're a certain age well usually yes but there are some that are age restricted so the app that I use is called Hostel World, but there are other apps. Um, it's just a pretty convenient one. Um, and when you go to look at the hostel, you'll see, like, under the policies, it'll say whether it's age-restricted. Now, there was one instance when I was in uh, Split in Croatia where I didn't check that, and so I booked a hostel, I showed up, and the guy was like, dude, how old are you? And I'm like, 45? He's like yeah, you can't stay here. So I only had one instance where I like didn't get denied, but, or didn't get allowed, didn't get let in. But, um, that was just my fault. I did, I should have checked it. Um, what do you do at the hostel? Well, I mean, every hostel is super different. That's one reason I like staying at them. Um, a lot of so some are considered more party hostels. Some are more quiet. Um, some are more social. Others aren't as social. Um, I would say the typical hostel, if there is one, hold on, planes going overhead. I don't know if that's going to be on. Anyway, um, typical hostel will have at least some common area we can hang out and and. Um, just get to know other travelers and stuff, make friends, um, do little activities, get on the, just sit around, get on the internet. Um, a lot of hostels, but not all, will have some kind of kitchen facility where you can make your own meals. Um, a lot, but not all, will have like basics like coffee and tea. Um, <clears throat> most hostels, well, like, as I said, almost every hostel that I can think of has dormitory rooms, so. That's either bunk beds, um, sometimes it's just single beds, but just in a shared room. Um, I've also seen several more, especially on this trip, that are kind of more like, almost like capsule hotel type situations where there's like little pods that you sleep in. I kind of like those because you get a little bit more sound buffer between people. Um, So if people snore, they're just, you know, making some noise, it's, it's not too bad. Um, most hostel, a lot of hostels, one of the other benefits of staying at a hostel is that it's just, it's a source of information. So usually the hosts, um, will have a lot of, um, 
information and on like local activities and local like hot spots and things like that. Um, in many cases, they will organize tours for you or give you information where you can go organize tours. Um, so that's that's one of the big benefits. And I think another, as far as information goes, I think just the the opportunity to talk to other travelers is huge because you know you, you often travel and you have a plan and you're like I'm going to do this and this because I read about it on the internet well once you you know stay at a hostel and you start talking to other travelers and they've already done some of those things that you want to do and they can tell you whether it was worth doing or they can give you maybe some advice on like tour operators to to go with or they can tell you whether you know sometimes you you're all set on doing one thing and then you realize maybe there's this other thing that's a lot a lot more fun to do or it's just more interesting um and then you just you you get inspired by other people's travel stories too so you know i'm on a three and a half month trip which to some is amazing um but then you meet people who are on, you know, an eight-month trip or a year-long trip or a two-year-long trip or a five-year-long trip. Or I just met a guy from the U.K. that's literally been traveling for eight years. Um, he does – he'll stop and work in certain places, um, but pretty much has been per- perpetually traveling for eight years. And I've even – started in my at least in my head only i've been creating a new category of traveler called perpetual travelers who just pretty much are traveling indefinitely with no end date in sight um and uh and that's that's both inspiring and it's also a great source of practical information and and a great encouragement for your own travels because you can go well shoot i mean this guy did this this and this you know like I can certainly do those things too. So if you're, you know, whatever, whatever your plans are, you know, you can, you really draw a lot of, um, inspiration from other people. So, um, other benefits are, well, it's cheap, so it's very budget, um, friendly. It, um, oftentimes you want to cook your own meals cause you just don't want, either don't want to pay for restaurants and save money or you're just tired of like eating in restaurants and like I remember when I was in Croatia I was just I just wanted to eat like like some vegetables you know just simply cooked vegetables I didn't want to like go out and have a big meal um so I would like just go to the the farmer's market in the morning get some green beans get it get some eggs and I would just make like like fried eggs and green beans and I just wanted like a super simple meal um so it's great for that. Um, and also I think, um, I think I just feel like you have a better opportunity. I think it just puts you in the frame of mind. I'm trying to, how do I put this? Like it's, it seems like it's a better gateway for, you know, getting more contact with locals. Um, I don't, I think it's maybe a combination of Oftentimes there's locals working or owning at the, the hostel. Um, and then they have friends. They, they organize activities. They, you know, like, I mean, have parties or whatever. And then you just get to meet other locals. 
I think the frame of mind of many of the other travelers at the hostel is like they want more contact with locals. Um, it's oftentimes hostels are located in just like average neighborhoods. So you get just kind of stepping outside, you get more contact with locals as opposed to, um, it seems like I keep bagging on hotels and resorts and stuff and guys like I'm perfectly fine with hotels and resorts and it's just a different style of travel with different benefits. But, um, but oftentimes like, um, nice hotels are kind of, a bit insulated maybe in the neighborhood or they're like in a more touristy area and again a lot of hostels are in touristy areas too so um where they're like in a more i, I don't know it's just it just seems like in general they're they can be a little bit more um insulated from the local population um and also i think with hotels there's a little bit more of a travel style where you want to be served like you you're it's a little bit more of a premium where you you know you you have like you know maids and and porters and waiters and waitresses and stuff like that you know kind of taking care of you a little bit versus hostel hostels are a little bit more diy um are hostels safe? Um, in general, yes. I mean, you have to be you have to be um, use common sense. Most hostels have little lockers that you can lock your stuff up in, so they'll give you a key to a locker. Um, most hostels, um, I think, just by the you know nature of the kind of layout and everything, where everybody's like you know, sleeping in the same room and everything, there's kind of like, I would call an unwritten code, which we can talk about next. Um, in terms of like people that generally stay in hostels sort of, um, have adopted like certain codes of conduct and stuff. Now that isn't to say that <coughs> you don't run into, um, total, assholes and douchebags and dangerous people and stuff. I haven't really run into any dangerous people, but I've run into people who don't really respect the rules as much. Um, so I would say, yeah, they're, they are safe. Um, although just using common sense with your stuff, you don't want to leave like important, you know, your passport or your, or your stuff out. And so, although I tend to, <laughs> I tend to kind of, sprawl out my stuff and I'm like got my like phone out I got my toilet I don't know I just I'm, I'm maybe not as careful as I should be um but I just feel I feel once I'm there for a couple of days and I get to know the people I tend to feel a little bit like relaxed and stuff so um I mean of course if you're a single woman you know, I think the same rules apply anywhere. And, and if you're a single woman traveler, there's, there's probably a whole podcast. We can talk about that where maybe I can interview some single female travelers and kind of get their take on it. I'm not the best source of information on that, but, um, you know, common sense rules apply. Um, so what are the, the unwritten rules? Well, I mean, because you're in dormitory style rooms, you know, like here, here are some of the pet, we'll just say here are some of the pet peeves that maybe people have. And, and, um, 
it's like uh, you're you're trying to go to sleep and somebody like flips the light on, which you just you know after a certain hour you don't you just shouldn't do, or they're making excess noise, they're zipping, unzipping, taking stuff in and out of their pack. I mean, I I try to I try to get all my shit taken care of before before it's like lights out time. Um, and when I say lights out time, it's not like there's a set bedtime or curfew or anything like that. Um, it just means like there's sort of a certain time where people start going to bed and you don't want to like wake them up. Um, so I try to have all that. So like if I'm going to brush my teeth or if I need to get something out of my bag and stuff, if I do need to do that, then I'll just use my phone on a low light to try to get it. And I'll try to be as quiet as possible, um, not to wake people up. So there's just the whole courtesy thing inside the dorm of like, you know, not making noise. I always set my phone on silent alarm um, if I need to wake up at a certain time. Um, it's common sense, but it's, uh, maybe needs to be reiterated to some people. Um, t- there's, you know, basic stuff like, you know, if you use the common areas, it's just like staying at somebody's home, you know. You just clean up after yourself. Um, I, always, I also feel like people in hostels are much more apt to like share their stuff um not everybody but you know if i buy if i go to the grocery store and buy some produce or whatever like i'm gonna i'm gonna offer it to other people if i get some snacks i mean um beers i mean the calling was great like people were just like buying beers for each other sharing smoke sharing snacks sharing everything it was just like a little family um um let's see um I think it's not a rule, but I think it's just a suggestion that if you're staying in hostels, like to be social to some degree. I mean, I know that when people travel, um, sometimes you just want time to yourself or you just want to, you just want to be, be on, you know, watch a movie or be on the internet or do something and you need your own time. But I think I just have seen from like different hostels that, um, people who are more social or make an effort to like meet other people are just going to have a better time. They're, they're going to get access to more information. They're going to make friends and it's part of the whole experience. And, and then you, you do see people who just kind of keep to themselves and stuff. And, um, and it just seems like it's not as good of experience, but you know, who am I to judge? Maybe they just like to to stick to themselves or whatever, or maybe they're just having a down day where they just don't want to talk to anybody. Um, but in general, I just think it's, it's a good idea to be social. And I always try to greet people. Like if somebody new comes in, um, it's kind of my next thing is just being welcoming and inclusive. Um, so I've stayed at some hostels that are a little bit more cliquish and, um, and it's no fun, like, when you show up and there's, like, a whole group of people and they just kind of keep to themselves and they've kind of made their friends and they don't want to include, or they're, like, maybe they only, I don't know. Um, I just I just try to make it a rule for myself to talk, to be willing to talk to anybody regardless of age or where they're from or, or whatever. And then if, if there's something social going on, to try to include them in on it. Um and, um, I just, cause I just feel like that's part of the vibe and that's part of the ethos of like staying at a hostel. So it's being inclusive, being social as much as you can, <clears throat> um, sharing what you have 
and being gracious when people share stuff with you. Um, I mean, guys, these are these are like just basic golden rule level type stuff for life. But unfortunately, in our day and age, where um, we're so insulated um, from one another, you know, we're, we're like leave our house with our garden and our fence and get in our car that's insulated and then go to our job and then come back. <clears throat> you know, we oftentimes don't talk to any strangers for days and days on end. Um, and so it can be a bit of, if you're not used to that, it can be a bit of a shock to, not a shock. It's just maybe something you're not used to, to, to be in an environment where there's just like a lot of other people around and stuff. But I have to say it's such a great um, thing and it's such a resource. And so if you're, I don't know, if you're planning a trip, if you're a single or a couple or a group of friends or whatever, um, you know, just consider doing it. Um, consider at least maybe one or two nights or something um, uh, because it's just a, it's a great fun atmosphere um yeah so i'm all i'm all about hostels and stuff and even though i'm an i'm technically an old man now i've met other people that are my age or even older um staying at hostels so it's no big thing nobody that i can think of has given me shit about it um so i mean maybe a couple times on this trip, I, I would say the worst was a couple times on this trip, uh, I felt like there was like a bit of a click uh, with some like younger people. And so I wasn't like aggressively like welcomed into their group or anything. But I'm sure if I had gone over there and just said, hey, can I just come join your drinking game or something like that? Like, I'm sure they would have been um, fine with it. It just um, so it's nothing really like um not a big deal so um if there's any other questions i can answer about my experience with hostels um i will i will gladly gladly answer um but it is um it's a great way to travel travel cheaply get information meet other people meet lifelong friends um you know yeah it's all good